Welcome to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. We're entering an age of unprecedented wealth transfer. Over the next decade, inheritances are expected to hit over $1 trillion, and that's in Canada. And inheritances are complicated beasts. There are numerous decisions and strategies that have to be considered. Regardless, death is an inevitable reality for everybody, and so are the resulting complexities of estate planning. Sherry McMillan, the CEO and founder of McMillan Estate Planning, is with us today on the phone, once again, from London, England, to discuss some of the strategies to consider when it comes to effective estate planning in modern times. Thanks for joining us, Sherry. Thanks for having us, Wayne. Sherry, just before we get started today, I want to let our listeners know that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars. The first one is coming up on Wednesday, May 12th at 6.30 p.m., and the next one on Wednesday, May 26th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. You'll need to register ahead of time, and if you'd like to attend these complimentary seminars, simply phone McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or you can register online at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, let's get started with the basics today, if we could. So, in your opinion, why is estate planning important? Well, what comes to top of mind for most families, Wayne, is that they do want to save income tax in their overall estate transfer. And being that so much wealth is going to transfer in the next decade, it's a very pressing matter at the moment. So, I would say that's generally speaking one of the primary reasons a lot of families do plan their estate. And thankfully, by being proactive, and that's the trick, is you have to be proactive, there are a number of clever ways and strategies that we can mitigate and um, ultimately save income tax on the estate transfer. And not only on the estate transfer, but even more importantly, year over year, because If you can keep more of your wealth compounding over your lifespan, you'll exponentially grow your estate and mitigate your estate tax when you pass on. So that's a primary reason people plan. But I would say actually the area in my experience that is at the forefront of everyone's plans when we get into deeper discussions is really most families want to have their estate designed in a way that it preserves the harmony in their family unit. And I'm sure uh, as the audience listens in, there's not a family out there that hasn't had exposure at some point through their life where they've seen a family have complete uh, family harmony breakdown over an estate. And we actually have a saying for this in industry where we say you don't really know somebody until you share an inheritance with them. Exactly. And and it can be something very trivial. It can be like a, uh, you know, a little curio uh, ornament, or it can be as large as even the disposition of a house of real estate. It is. And it's very, you know, usually emotionally driven. It's not usually asset driven in my experience. So one of the things that's really um, quite curious to me when I, you know, started in the field is what does drive people to start to have emotional crisis in the estate. So, you know, the first thing to know is when you suffer a loss, you're not in the most stable or balanced position of your life. And yet it's the time where you're making pretty permanent and long-term decisions. So one of the things that we recommend to families is while everybody is healthy and happy and things are in a calm you know, situation in life is that we do have, you know, pretty in-depth conversations and communications about what has meaning in the estate. 
So things like, you know, those heirlooms or your father's car that he rebuilt. Sometimes it's the family business or the family farm. You know, there's all of these areas that can have emotional attachment. And one specifically, Wayne, is certainly the family cottage because we create a lot of memories in the family cottage. So understanding that these particular items of great sentimental or significant value in the emotions of our families are the things that can cause discord. And so if we proactively plan around them by coming to some sort of arrangement and agreements in advance of those wealth transfers, we find that a much more harmonious way uh, to do the wealth transfer. And then the second piece is to mitigate the workload because a lot of families have undue stress when they are transferring their estate and just the workload alone on the shoulders of the family unit, you know, carrying on those tasks can cause discord too. So those are, you know, not the general areas that people think about when they think of estate planning as drivers of why people would plan, but I actually have come to learn quite rapidly in my career that actually harmony is usually the first reason families are planning their estate and the tax savings are the second reason. So being proactive uh, is certainly a key factor in getting your estate in order. What other advice can you give somebody, Sherry, who maybe who who be who will be knowing that they're receiving an inheritance in the next few years or has recently received one? Sure. Well, the first thing that people always do um, ask me about you know, at the cocktail party is, I'm going to be receiving an inheritance from my parents. Do I have to pay the income tax on it? And it's just a misunderstanding, I think, at large in the community. So what happens in anyone's estate is when you pass on, before your wealth can be transferred to your beneficiaries, whether it be your spouse or your children or charity, your income tax must be paid. And so it's the net proceed that your family members inherit. And so if you're going to be in receipt of an actual gift or inheritance from your your family, um, the tax will already have been paid on it when you receive it. So you don't need to be too concerned in that regard. The one thing I do share is when you do receive an inheritance, you are usually in a bit of a fragile emotional state because you've lost someone you loved. And so we do recommend that we aren't uh, viewing it as maybe a windfall or be frivolous with it, but rather, you know, be prudent and wise and maybe take some time. And the counselors that we've worked with through the years always recommend, just like when we lose a loved one at all, is, you know, take some time, like a year at least, to contemplate what has happened and what you would like to do moving forward. So don't rush. And I, I think that's been one of my observations is as part of the healing process, sometimes people feel like by rushing forward and moving forward that they'll put that passing behind them and the grief behind them, but it kind of creeps and follows you. So take your time and, you know, potentially maybe take that inheritance and just park it for a little bit and then think about really, you know, in a more uh, deep way, what you would like to do with it and what you'd like it to create in your life. And get some financial advice as well. Sherry, what about those who are intending on leaving the inheritance? What kind of advice would you give them? Well, this is a really a wonderful area that we uh, love to, you know, participate in with our families at McMillan. 
because there are so many wonderful ways in which to transfer our wealth to our loved ones and mitigate the income tax and simplify the workload. So one of the observations I've observed is that we have a lot more families today uh, sharing their estate while they're alive. And I think that's a really beautiful uh, approach as long as you're not leaving yourself shortfall for retirement because you are living to 100 nowadays, some of us, and so we don't want to bequest something that we will need in elder care. But if we are blessed enough to have enough affluence to share with our family whilst we're alive, we're actually encouraging a lot of families to do that because imagine if you do live to 100 and your children are 70, you know, the inheritance isn't going to be that helpful to them at that phase of their life. So wouldn't it be so much nicer that when you're in your 70s, perhaps you're sharing it with your children in their 40s and 50s when they can, you know, build up their estate, pay off their mortgage, maybe maximize their RSPs. And so we're seeing a lot of families share their wealth in their lifetime, which is a very different approach, Wayne, than what our parents did because our parents waited until they passed on uh, to transfer the wealth to our, our children, of course. So there's things like um, RSP planning that uh, we see grandparents doing for their grandchildren. Some parents are also contributing to the children's RSPs and tax-free savings accounts, but also they're just doing outright gifts to children, and there is no tax consequence to the child receiving the gift, with the exception if the child is an American person. That's different. But if they're a Canadian child, you can do so. Another really unique opportunity that we have and um, we're seeing utilized more and more with our wealthy families is a particular mechanism called a trust. And what a trust is, is it's a particular legal entity that can hold assets on behalf of our children. And so if you're considering giving a sizable amount to your children, we do recommend this because it protects your children from any kind of lawsuits, whether that be in business as a doctor, physician, lawyer, accountant, or alternatively, it also protects your child from a divorce. All right. Well, Sherry, let's talk about trusts a little bit more in detail when we return. We're going to pause for a break right now. Just a reminder for those who are listening, the McMillan team will be hosting virtual seminars Wednesday, May 12th at 6.30 p.m. and on Wednesday, May 26th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, simply contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or go to the website for more information. It's macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today and we'll continue in a moment on Talk to the Experts.